Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Evan, and I appreciate y'all checking out the travel podcast you deserve. 195 stamps. You know, I, I say it's been too long every time, and it really has been too long. But, you know, it takes time to to put this thing together. It it, it does. It, you know, you got to get guests. And I'm a one-man show. You know, you got to edit it. You got to try to do content for the, for the Instagram and... I've been trying to do a couple things with the website, even though Buddy ain't emailed me back yet. But that's another problem for another day. But anyway, I appreciate y'all checking me out once again. So the biggest update in my travel life is that I now have reached platinum status on Delta. And they sent me an email and I was excited. Um, However, it... You know, there's there's only there's one thing that, you know, kind of sucks about it. And I don't say this to sound, you know, fuck it. I'm not going to apologize for it. The thing that kind of sucks, though, is like now I just pick my regular coach seat. Right. I'll be like, look, I like the aisle seat. So I'll pick the aisle seat. And before, you know, I got upgraded to the status, I would just pick my aisle seat. And that was my aisle seat. Boom. I was good. But now, see, they they overzealous with the with the upgrades. You know, they're doing a little too much. So they upgrade me like every week. And they always upgrade me to an economy comfort middle seat. I mean, yeah, you get a little bit more room, but it's still a middle seat. It's like being the tallest little person. Like, I mean, yeah, but really? So so that's how I'm feeling now. Um, we'll see what happens in the morning. Hopefully, uh, they don't, they don't, they don't scam me like that and put me in the middle seat. Cause right now I got a nice little aisle seat thing going and I just want to get on there and go to sleep. But, um, yo, <laughs> I didn't even mean to segue like that, but speaking of scamming, what's up with y'all boy, uh, over there in North Carolina. So yeah, this old man, he, he's seen how the, the black travel community, is is burgeoning and is fledgling the word or is fledgling bad i think burgeoning is the word yeah whatever anyway the the booming black travel community and he decided decided that he was going to throw his own version of yacht week um very uh very on the nose very on brand for what we're going to talk about today but you know we'll get there um, so he's like, yeah, I'm gonna throw my own version of Yacht Week and this is going to be the black Yacht Week. Right. However, what he didn't say was that it was all a scam. This dude apparently was like the skipper of his own boat or something like that. And he was trying to tout the super premium, you know, excursions um but it ended up turning into like a fire fest kind of thing right so he then got sued for like i think it was like half a million dollars for all of these people that he left on the hook and they were getting these people on these boats right and so and again they're thinking this is going to be high-end luxury excursions um down the bahamas or like cosmetic something like one of those places so he he thinks they're going to be down there and these folks get on there and they are eating not not luxury, you know, crafted, uh, you know, five star meals. They eat hot dogs 
on these boats. Hot dogs. No, no, nah. Nah, bruh. Like, they dropping thousands of dollars on these trips, and they are eating hot dogs, right? And and the and they're paying a lot of money for this. Like, they were paying, like, I want to say, like, two, three, four thousand dollars for these trips, right? Thinking that you just finna, finna stunt on all the little folks over in Croatia on their yacht week. Um, and this man is old. Like, he was, like, 60 years old. So, he got, like, all these people, middle-aged black folks, hardworking, that saved up their money, put stuff together, and you got them down, and you scamming them. Come on, bro. That ain't it. That ain't it. This, you know, people get in over their heads with this travel shit, man. They think, yeah, since everybody making money, it's easy. I'm going to just go out here, charter me a couple yachts, you know, collect this little cash, hire me a couple skippers, hire me some folks to work on the yacht, get this food from wherever. It ain't that easy. It really ain't that easy. Which brings us to today's episode, because I'm I ain't even gonna give y'all all the all the pomp and circumstance I usually do, um, beforehand, because we got a real good episode lined up with my boy Kelsey, who runs the East African Yacht Week. Um, and for those of y'all who are who are unfamiliar, the uninitiated, the East African Yacht Week was is really the the true answer to the Yacht Week that you know is hosted in Croatia. Greece, all these other places, right? The, the I think there's there's one in the West Indies, wherever, right? So what Kelsey did was he said, "Hey, you know, I see these folks getting money. I can do something like this. Why, why are they ignoring Africa?" Which they were. So Kelsey decided to, uh, you know, pick up an operation, move it to Seychelles, and start his own yacht week. And uh, so me and him have a really good conversation about that. He and I go for about an hour on how he got started, some of the hiccups he faced along the way, you know, how he got scammed, and where he's going with Yacht Week in the in the future. Um, I think you all will really enjoy this. Now, one thing I have to say, regrettably, please, please, please excuse the audio quality. I was using a tool that I I used once before. And I actually didn't run the episode because I didn't like the way the audio turned out. Um, And I decided to give it a a chance again because I heard that 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 had been fixed. So there'll be some points where, and it's mostly me, um, there'll be some points where I sound a little muffled. But um, this episode was too, it had too much content, too much quality content on on it for me to kind of keep it, keep it under wraps. But I will not be using them again. So. Go ahead and, and check out me and my boy Kelsey um, talking about Yacht Week East Africa. I appreciate you. I will be back next week. I will be back next week. So don't, don't, I'd say that before, but for real, next week, hard hitting content. All right. I'll talk to y'all later. So I told y'all I don't have guests and you know this if you listen to the podcast, unless they are illustrious. And right now I've got 
my man Kelsey from Yacht Week, East Africa. Kelsey, what's going on, man? What's up, Evan? What's going on? Thanks for having me on, bro. Man, not a problem. Um, so we were talking a little bit before, and I found you because I was looking to go to Yacht Week. You know, I was for for those who are not familiar with Yacht Week, there are there are two experiences for Yacht Week. There is the uh, melanin deficient Yacht Week um, <laughs> that takes place primarily in Europe, you know, because that's where they are. Stay woke. Um, and, you know, it's a bunch. It's Croatia. Now, I'm not taking anything away from it. It looks like a good time. And then there is the, you know, overabundance of melanin that my man Kelsey provides uh, in Yacht Week in Africa, which is so black. And I really like it. Um, and I was like, dang, you know, wh- what's going on here? So I'm seeing the pictures. I'm seeing the the aesthetic he's creating. I'm seeing the vibe. And I was like, man, I got to I got to get this dude on, man, because this 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 is a move. So, Kelsey, how did you how, how, where did this where did this idea come from? Well, yeah, man. Thanks again for just like just for uh, taking notice and finding us and checking us out and, and, and reaching out. Um but uh, yeah, this all started. I think um, I think we, we if we back up a little bit um, with me moving to Africa in 2015, um, and that's a whole yeah 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 that's a whole story within itself. I'm a, I mean I'm originally from Chicago, South Side of Chicago. Um, you know, went mm-hmm. was in the, went to Virginia for undergrad and grad school in Maryland. So lived in the DMV area for for some time. But in twenty in twenty fifteen, right. I moved to Africa. That was a, a personal goal of mine, um, and uh, took a job. What made you want to move to Africa? Well, yeah, and that and that, yeah, we back up even more. You know, like um, you know, Africa. Like I said, Africa was a personal goal of mine. Um, I just growing up, I was I was around quite a few people. My mom was a, a worked at a university um, that had just a lot of uh, Pan African pro-black professors um, that taught there, that taught there. So I was around a lot of them as a kid and they would go to Africa and come back and tell stories and teach stuff. And so like Africa was always this like dope idea, you know, and just this, you know, there was, I had this great counter narrative to all of the traditional stuff we used to hear about Africa. Mm, that's important. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. So, yeah. So like Africa was like this beautiful, amazing place to me. And then like as a kid and then growing up when the opportunity, either through my own personal travel or through business travel, um, when the opportunity came to, to travel to Africa, I was on it. And so I started traveling, you know, to various countries for business and leisure and then in 2015, an opportunity came to um, to work and to be uh, posted in Tanzania. And I, I jumped right on it. And so uh, that's a whole experience in itself, just like leaving the U.S., moving to Tanzania, um, getting settled there, learning the culture, learning the language, all of things, all of which I took very seriously. And I was just like fully, fully, you know, entrenched in it. And I fell in love with it, not only Tanzania, but just the East Africa region as a whole. So we're looking at Tanzania, Kenya, Uganda, uh, Rwanda, um, you know, the island of Zanzibar. And then if you even take it out a little further, the islands of Seychelles. So um, that whole, the whole region I, I became and I still am just very familiar with it 
and I've been living out there for the last four years. So that's yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so then, so now I'm living there, I'm enjoying the culture, loving it. Um, and I, you know, I'm also, uh, you know, I'm also a MBA, um, you know, just an entrepreneur, a traveler myself. And then I, I started to really get into sailing out there because I, I, I was living in Dar es Salaam, which is coastal. And there's like a, a right on the Indian Ocean. My place is right on the water. And it's a okay. huge, yeah, yeah, it's a huge, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so there was like, there's a huge sailing, you know, community out there. And me and my buddies would jump on the yachts and like do birthday celebrations. Of course. You know, yeah, and all types of stuff, like, you know, going away parties and stuff like that. People coming out to host them. So I really started getting into sailing. Um, and now this is with the local, just like local people that are from um, Tanzania. This or is this with kind of expats like yourself? Yeah, it was kind of, it was a combination for sure. OK. You know, there was there was a there's a strong expat community. Um, there were other black Americans out there. Um, and then I had some uh, a lot of Tanzanian friends as well. Okay. We would be out, out on the water a lot. So, you know, like so you so now you've you ha- you've heard about like, OK, I had this, you know, just. Is this upbringing, which included like just Africa being this amazing place, mm-hmm. me ultimately moving there, um, and then um, you now, know, did you travel there as a child? Say it again. Did you travel there as a child? No, not as a child. Yeah, my first. Okay. Yeah, my first time. But it was my first time was as an adult. But um, yeah, as a kid though, like you know, like I said, I used to like get all of these stories and imagery and information. About the continent, which is which is very important because yeah, in America we get Africa is a shithole country, exactly. um, and you know it's nothing over there. Don't worry about it. That's why we can go over there and kind of you know civilize these savages because they don't know any better. Exactly. But in real life, it's right. actually a thriving uh, continent. Uh, there is corruption. There are some things that go on, but hell, you know. Look over here. Right. Like, so, exactly. There's corruption everywhere, yeah. including exactly. including America. So but um, but yeah, yeah. Like it's uh, it's a beautiful place. It's a place that's livable. You could it's workable. You could work there. You can, you know, businesses thrive there. It's it could be it's sexy. It, it, you know, it could be it's, it's you know, you can vacate. You can go on vacay there. You know, all of these things like it's. um is possible there. And it's just so many opportunities and, and things. And so that's also part of my, um, you know, just part of my mission to kind of, to change that narrative. So, Absolutely. yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you, you think about, you know, changing the narrative, you think about getting in the sale, me getting into sailing, me living, right. me right. living in East Africa and, and, and enjoying it and wanting to share the experience with my, my brothers and sisters, you know, I want to share this great, you know, experience that I'm having. And, um, and then, you know, I'm like, I say, I'm into, you know, I'm into entrepreneurship and, you know, you put all of those things together. And then also, I think lastly, I did go to that, uh, Croatia yacht week, you know, I, I went to okay. the Croatia yacht week. So that, that, that kind of sparked it. Yeah. It was that, I think is that plus all of the other things I mentioned, you know, mm-hmm. cause I, you know, I want to share. Yeah, we are a combination of our experiences. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, um, so, yeah, like I went to the Yacht Week. I mean, like you said, we make the best of it. We have a good time out there. But I noticed that, you know, it was just uh, it was a mainly white event with white music and, you know, white culture. 
and I'm a, you know, I am a, um, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, committed to our culture and I'm committed to, you know, black culture and, and uh, bringing, creating amazing spaces for us, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So um, and then I noticed that, you know, the that that Yacht Week, um, you know, they would you know, they were they were uh, moving to other countries. They were expanding. You know, they were you know, they now do it in, you know, in the British Virgin Islands. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and I believe they were they did something in uh, there's these types of sailing events in Thailand. Right. Montenegro, I believe, and all of these, but there's one place that they were totally just ignoring and not even considering, perhaps, and that was Africa. You know, exactly. and, and that's exactly where I was living. And I know, and I'm looking at Croatia. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is cool, but like the East Africa region and where I where I chill at, where I hang at in Tanzania and Zanzibar is even more beautiful than this. So, and Zanzibar really has caught, like, you know, I'm, I'm sure people you know, outside the U.S. have been on Zanzibar for forever. But in the U.S., man, I feel like that's something that's in the past maybe four years, five years, people are kind of seeing that like, oh, shit, this is nice. Like, this is lit out there. Like, we need to try to go out there. No doubt. You know, the whole time, you know, my man Kelsey's been out there on the on the, on the the high seas, <laughs> right? <laughs> Getting after exactly. it. So, you know, you know and the, the ability to then come and, and share that experience with others. So, you know, you go to the Yacht Week, you, you know, you have this combination of experiences, um, you're well-educated, entrepreneurial. So you set this up and how, how does it kind of first form? Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I said, you know, I went to that, I went to that that Yacht Week in Croatia and I, and I came back saying, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do a Yacht Week East Africa. That's going to be focused. It's going to be for the culture. It's going to be focused on black culture, African culture. Um, and I just kicked it off. Like, you know, that, that's one of the biggest, um, you know, one of the biggest steps you can make you know, is just to, you know, just to pull the trigger, you know, and just do it. Um, you know, I definitely did my like research and, you know, did, uh, did some focus groups and stuff like that and did all the work on the front end. And then, um, yeah, you know, oh, they cool. created the website and, and everything and then kicked it off, um, September, 2017 was the inaugural trip. Um, and we did it for everybody flew in about, about 60 people flew into Dar es Salaam, oh. T- Tanzania. Yeah. That was the f- Yo, that's a lot of people for the first one. Bro. Yeah. Yeah, man. D- to your point, so how did you get the word out there? Just Instagram, the, your, your crew and how, like, how did you, cause that's a lot of people just a bit like, I- I'm sure it wasn't from scratch, but it was from scratch at the same time. Yeah, it was, you know what I mean? But to your point, like Zanzibar is just such a draw, right? Like people, you know, either either you've seen photos or even if you Google it, Zanzibar, it's going to immediately capture. Oh, absolutely. Like just, and yeah. and Black Post doing well, looking for a reason to take off work. So you put that in <laughs> and you got Zanzibar. Come on, man. Exactly. Exactly. And so, yeah, so people. So it was a uh, Zanzibar is a easy sell um, just because it's just so beautiful. But with that said, I was a new company with no social media footprint or anything at first. And that's also, uh, you know, because people do ask me, like, how do you kick it off? How do you from the very beginning get followers and get people interested? And I think that that also just speaks to the the black travel movement that's happening right now and all of the travel Mm -hmm. groups that are out there and people are getting their passports stamped more than before, more than ever before. And so 
I, you know, like I'm still, I was living in Tanzania, but I was still very much connected to to the community in, uh, in the DMV area, DC. And then, like I said, I'm also in Chicago from Chicago. So I, you just know a lot of people on the East coast as well as in the shy. So when I created it, I, I just dropped it into a few people that I knew were connected into the travel movement. And then once your once your website or your name gets mentioned or dropped in one of the large groups that may have 20,000 eyes on it or 20,000 members, it just took, you know, a few, you know, a few of those and people heard about it and, and people, you know, reached out and started booking. So how did that first trip go? It went well, man. It went well. Like there were definitely some hiccups, like, you know, I think, you know, <laughs> it definitely some hiccups, you know, like, um, you know, I think every every travel company, you know, you first start out, it's the first time it's in an Argo trip. I mean, overall, people had an amazing time, had a great time, um, you know, um, but, you know, there were, you know, it, you know, there was definitely some areas that, you know, that, that didn't go so well. Um, so what, what was one of those areas of, uh, areas of improvement? Well, yeah. One, what, what could you, well, you know, one, you know, one area that, you know, um, one area of improvement. So for instance, like I used, uh, the skippers that were available that were most of So skippers, if anyone doesn't know, that's AKA captains, the people that navigate the yachts. Right. And so, you know, in my first, you know, in, in the sailing community in Tanzania, there happens to be a lot of um, South Africans in, in Tanzania, in particularly in particular white South Africans. And they end up being, um, you know, some of the skippers for the yachts. And okay. um, right. Okay. And so I can say that, you know, during that particular trip, um, there was a cultural clash between the white South Africans. Anybody know, you know, like the history of South Africa and some of the, you know, things that go on down there with regards to race and racism, you know, like um, that, you know, that exists, you know, when you, you know, in some cases, not all cases, but in some cases, when you have white South Africans and they have black American culture and that was, mm-hmm. that was a cultural clash. So, you know, yeah. yeah. So now yeah, I, can, I can see how a race war on the first trip might set some things back. Yeah. You know. A, a yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like a lot of the especially like in the, you know, like in the Tanzania area, there just happens to be like I said, like a lot of like cause there's a sailing community in South Africa and they, you know, they will often bring yachts up to East Africa for business purposes or whatever. So we just had a lot of just white South Africans. Um, that were, you know, that were like conducting the boats. And it was just like we experienced some, you know, some cultural clashes. And so now, you know, one of the things I do now is like I I have my own skippers. Like I, I have my own skippers, my own cooks that I hand select. Um, and, and I all, right. and I use locals. It's always local. So if we do something in Seychelles, all of the skippers and all of the cooks are going to be Seychelles. It just brings another experience. Um, you know, um, and then just another thing, another area of, you know, improvement was, um, you know, and, you know, I, I make sure I use a charter companies now. So like a charter company would be similar to like a rental car company, right? So you walk to an office, you say, right. let me, let me have 10 yachts, 15 yachts. You sign a contract. It's official. You 
guaranteed those yachts. If something goes wrong with one, they give you another, things like that. That first trip, I didn't have that. I was working with like private yacht owners. So when you do, when you do that, mm-hmm. you have all of this variability with amongst the yachts where you want everything to be more uniform. True. So, I mean, you know, so yeah, so just you a couple of things seen. like that that I just, um, you know, do differently. But, you know, overall it was, we did well enough to where we can, you know, keep the business going. People had a good time. And then in 2018, we did it. We brought it to the Seychelles. Um, and that was a great trip. And now in 2019, we're doing four trips all in the Seychelles and we're going on our third one. Well, there was one in May, one in June, then there's one coming up into this month. So along this, this path, right. Of, you know, working with these contractors, going on the first one, getting the people together. Was there ever a moment which you were you and your team were thinking like, man, this this might not work out? Well, uh, you mean like during like after we had got everything started and we're where the business is going now, was there ever a moment where we had doubt and thought that this may not work out? Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you do that when that you do that first one, the first one I think is always one of the toughest ones, you know, and you're 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 trying to I think, you know, it's important that you live and you learn and you, you know, when you do uh, encounter hiccups and things like that, that you go back into the lab and you just kind of rework things. And like in the midst of, you know, going through those initial stumbling blocks and things like that, was there, was I thinking that it wouldn't work out? No. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a very like focused, passionate, like forward person. And so like, I'm always hopeful. I'm an optimist. So like there was some, we took some blows, but it was never so much that I was like, oh no, this is going to work. This won't work out. I was just like, hey, we're going to get in the lab. Let's tweak this, tweak that. And let's keep it moving. Absolutely. And that's, you know, that's critical because a lot of times, you know, something, for example, what happened with uh, how you were describing the, the, the skippers not being um, exactly seeing eye to eye with some of your passengers. It's like, man, are we going to be able to do this or, you know, because one bad review in the service industry. Exactly. People remember that more than 10 good ones. So, is it, you know, is it people coming back like, man, it was cool, but I like all the white folks or, you know, <laughs> you know, <sure>. right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right, right. And, you know, and that's, you know, and that uh, a big part of the of the of this is just that people who attend. First of all, they they see the Yacht Week East Africa story and my story, and they're very supportive of it. So they come over and they, you know, like the, you know, for many, it's their first time in Africa. Um, and they think there's just like you said, is this a dope idea, dope concept? And they're very supportive of me, you know, and that's one of the things mm-hmm. I'm so blessed to have had and so grateful for. So people who have attended, even if they didn't like, you know, like an aspect of the trip, um, they'll, you know, they'll reach out to me or they'll, you know, they'll, they'll give me feedback and stuff. And I welcome, you know, I always welcomed that, that feedback and any constructive criticism and they're super, super supportive. So they're like, yo, I had a great time, you know, but like, you know, those, you know, the skippers that you had, like, man, that was, you know, that was a bit of an issue. So, you know, so then I go back into, and I'm, I appreciate that. I go back in the lab and now, you know, I, I, I have a different approach for that, you know? Um, you know, so yeah, so that's how it usually usually has gone, and so overall, our reviews have been you know pretty solid. And if there's anything that you know people have to say, they usually just kind of you know just reach out to me and you know and just uh, give me like real good feedback, which I appreciate. Got you. So, 
what is the uh what's what's an itinerary like you know i, I sign up for this trip i'm gonna go i'm looking to uh you know make a good time of this this yacht week what is like the average length of time we're spending on the boat are you going to different islands along the way like what, is, what does that look like uh, no doubt. It's, I mean, it starts off with a 10 day. It's a 10 day experience. Okay. Right? So you're in this yeah. for the long haul. Yeah. We're in this for the long haul. And part of the reason for that is, it's like, if you, especially if you're coming from the States, if you're coming over to Africa, you need at least 10 days. Um, yep. You know, like, yeah, doing like five, six, seven days, I would, I, I, I advise against that because, you know, I personally, feel personally attacked because all my vacations are no more than five to six days. I'm just throwing that out there. Like <laughs> it was an attack that it was unwarranted um, and I'm not appreciating it, but go ahead. Yo, yeah, bro. You need 10. You need 10 for you need 10. You need 10. Right. Because first of all, if you come in from Atlanta, you know, and you come in, let's say to the Seychelles, you're going to do like what Atlanta to Dubai. That's going to be about, you know, a good 12 hour flight, bro. And then you got, yeah. and then you got a five or six hour layover in Dubai, and then another five hours down to Seychelles. So it's going to take you a day to get true. So that's one day gone. You know, yeah, and a day to get back. You know, but you know, mm-hmm. it's, so it's a longer journey than you know some of the other, you know, than some other trips. But it's well worth it. And then also, you know, like it takes you a couple days to get over that jet lag. Well, um, so we do, you know, you do ten days, right? And so the itinerary will look like. We always do two days on the front, two days on land on the front end. So we put you, you know, we put up every, put everyone up in a in a beautiful hotel. That's the host hotel, um, and we, um, you know, we do a welcome dinner and a welcome party, and we do, you know, we do some cultural things. We people are able to um, hang out with locals. We put them in big spaces where they, you know, like a market day or something like that, where it's just like mad locals everywhere. So you have that experience. We do a white party. So you do two days to kind of like, you know, like acclimate yourself to the new environment and to do some things on land and to get settled and get over that jet lag and everything, you know. Um, and then, you know, on day three, it's time to board the yachts. So we board the yachts. Um, again, this is a, a multi-yacht experience. So like, it's like you have, each yacht has like eight people on it. Um, a lot of people travel in crews, you know, girlfriends, the fellas get together eight deep, four deep, six deep, whatever. So yeah, it's like eight people on each yacht plus a captain and a, and a chef. Uh, so, so I, I would be remiss if I didn't ask. Yeah, well, it's, it's going to be. We're looking at you know, it's definitely more female than men, than men. more female than males. Yes, for sure. Fellas, I the PBO and get over to Africa. I don't know what y'all are doing. Exactly, exactly. We're always looking for more fellas to come on a trip. You know, uh, for whatever reason, you know, there's just always more females than men. Um, and that, and we see this across the travel industry, right? Like it's just, yeah, 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 absolutely. I was talking to uh, Avita, who uh, who started No Madness. She said it's like eighty yeah, percent yeah, women. Yeah, about eighty percent. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, so yeah, you can. I don't know what they're <laughs> not doing. They not, they built different. <laughs> they built different. I know, I know, and yeah, and you see all of the you see every all the beautiful women in the in the images and on the you know, on the Instagram pages and mm-hmm. everything. I've seen so, Instagram, you know. Yeah, so we're always looking for ways to like tap in and get more guys, but like you know, we still we you know we still have a good strong male representation, but always there's always more female. 
Um, and so, yeah, once we get on the yachts, man, everyone gets settled on the yachts and then we get, we start sailing. Um, you know, we, and in the Seychelles, for example, we just, we go from island to island. We usually spend a day or two tops on an, on an island, just in each island is different and, you know, and it offers a different thing. So, um, and we, we, we definitely try to make it, uh, you know, so that there are options and that this, it's a varied experience. So whether you like being on the yacht and just kind of being posted up on the yacht and chilling, you can do that. If swimming's your thing, and, you know, snorkeling, you can do that. If water sports are your thing, that's, there's that. There's beaches, there are waterfalls and hiking and, you know, time to explore with the locals. And of course there's partying, you know, there's always partying. We tie the yachts up and we do yacht hopping. And so you can explore each, each other's yachts and visit each other's yacht because each yacht, what happens is each yacht has like a vibe, like a micro vibe to it. Um, and with different characters on each yacht. And then we have the overall yacht wiki Staffrica entourage vibe. So it's, it's a cool experience. <laughs> That sounds like a good time, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, I'm I'm glad that you have, you know, created and curated this experience for you know for people like us. Because like we both said, like you know, the original like the yacht week we saw, you know, several years ago, you know, it looks fun. Not taking anything away from it. I mean, I haven't been, but like it, you know, for us, there is a whole different experience and. You know, for somebody to be able to put a team together and do this successfully that people are mm-hmm. are, are really liking, yeah. you know, that's, that's dope. So, you know, you got the clientele, they're coming. Is it mostly Americans? You have black people from all over the world. Uh, how does uh, how does how does the demographic look? Yeah, yeah. Like it just like, first of all, like everyone is welcome. Right. We 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 welcome mm-hmm. everyone from around the world. That That's whether it be black, white, Asian, whatever, um, you know, it's just that, you know, it's, it's an understanding that we celebrate, we celebrate black culture. We celebrate African culture right. and we are unapologetic about it. And if I may speak for you for a moment, you know, yep. to our white brothers and sisters that might be listening to this, you know, we, like you said, we're celebrating the black experience. Don't come there requesting sweet Caroline. All right. Don't come <laughs> on there asking for shit you know that is not going to happen just be amongst the culture all right and take that experience back with you we love you you know we want you to be there and celebrate with us but please you know govern yourselves accordingly and know your audience i just had to get that i just wanted to to speak through to speak through me no doubt i just wanted to use you to speak through me so i could deliver that message because i know you weren't you weren't going to deliver it like that and i just had to get it out there as bluntly as no doubt. No doubt. No, I feel you on that, man. And um, and we've had people, you know, like, you know, um, you know, white folks join us, Asians join us. And, and, and it's been love. It's been all love. And they've, you know, just joined. And, you know, <laughs> That's what's up, man. Yeah, it's been celebrated. You and they join in on the celebration of black culture. So it's been great. Um, and so, yeah. So but the bonjour, because, you know, it's still a new company and everything. And. Now, when I kicked it off, I like I mentioned, like I was I tapped into those American, those American community, black American communities that I was uh, already a part of. So, like the majority of folks do come from the States. You know, we have some Canadians that have come through um, and then we have also a lot of expats that's like maybe living in London or or, or Asia, whatever that fly in. 
but mainly mainly black American. That's what's up, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm glad you were able to to um, to be able to put this together. I'm, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm trying yeah. to get out there. If I can take more than five days, uh, <laughs> once I can, you know, once we can get that, you gonna see me out. There. Well, we are, well, you know, and another, another thing is we we definitely schedule it. We try to schedule it around where it's like um, bookended by two weekends. And then me and also a lot of our trips will have a holiday. So you end up actually taking from work about maybe four or five days on average. Oh, that's how it actually works. I appreciate y'all looking out for people like me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Definitely, man. But um, yeah, man, it's it's been it's been a it's been a great experience, man. Just being just exposing people to the to the to the region. It's like it's such a beautiful region. Um, and like, it just like, you know, just being out on the water and, and like, and everyone is like, their hair is down. They've just traveled all of this way. They're ready to be, you know, like, and you know, everyone's having a good time. Um, we also, uh, attract people like that are, are well-traveled that are educated, uh, that are mid to high socioeconomic status. Um, you know, and you know, what happens is, is that it's just a, a really good collection of good people and people like I, even after the trip, like they're like a network, a bond like uh, is created. And so people still kick in and hang out and go on other trips, even after Yacht Week. Um, yeah, 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 man. So like, yeah, things are going well with it, man. And um, we're expanding. We're doing land based trips as well. Um, you know, we got we're doing we're doing Tanzania, Zanzibar land based we're going to Kenya land based. So is this within the Yacht Week or is this is like, you know, a different part? This is a different excursion trip altogether. Yeah, this is going to be like a, like a land based division or a land okay. based, yeah, land based division where, you know, we, um, where we do, you know, like we Seychelles is our sailing spot. That's where we sail because ultimately we're going to go where, the you know we want to have nice yachts quality yachts and so we 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 hold the event where there is yacht availability and so Seychelles is great and one of the best locations for sailing and accessing yachts um and then mm-hmm. so but there's the you know but um you know East Africa is larger and greater than just the Seychelles and we talked about Tanzania right. and Zanzibar earlier Kenya um which, by the way, we, we look at travel trends, you know, and, and, and people's interest in Africa. You know, you're looking at like um, the top places are like a Ghana, Nigeria, South, mm-hmm. South Africa and then Kenya and, and Tanzania, Zanzibar. Right. So we're yeah. Yeah. So we're tapping into two of the like, you know, two of the leading places that people are most interested in going. So, yeah. So is there a plan to go to bring the Yacht Week to a lot of those countries, you know, on that that Western side of Africa or South Africa or or what is that looking like? Yeah. You know, like um, it's you know, it's something that I've you know, that I've thought about, like what would a Yacht Week in South Africa look like or what would a, what would a Yacht Week in West off the coast of West Africa look like? Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, all of that is possible and we'll, you know, we'll keep that, you know, like, you know, under consideration. But I will say, you know, one of the competitive advantages that I have and um, one of my my strengths 
is the fact that I've, I've been based in East Africa for the last four years. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So like I know the culture, I know the language, I know, you know, like I have a strong network. I'm just, you know, I'm just very well connected in East Africa. And, and for me, that's important. Like I know a lot of like, you know, no shade to anyone else, but a lot of other uh, organizers or, you know, uh, will, you know, think a place is amazing and then maybe they've been there a few times and then they will organize a trip and then they try to find resources or assistance on the ground to help them with that trip it was very, very different with me. You know, I focus on East Africa because I, I'm, I know it. My staff are all East African from Tanzania and Kenya and the Seychelles. Um, and I can give a certain and uh, a certain authentic experience in East Africa that probably none of my competitors can. That's true. And so that's kind of, yeah. So that's kind of my that's my approach to it. That's true. So yeah, with all this travel, you know, all these trips, what has been your favorite? Whether it's been you know with the Yacht Week or just on your own personal accord. Wow. Well, you know, I have to say, like, you know, like I'm a, I'm a proponent and and advocate for Africa, you know, and I I just think it's. It's just so much. It's a huge continent with, you know, every country offers something different. Um, You know, and I would say like, you know, Tanzania, Zanzibar is one of my favorite places to be. Um, It's one of my favorite places to be. So that's up there high on my list. And then I also say um, South Africa, like South Africa, South Africa is the vibe. Like I spent a lot of time down there. Um, Johannesburg is dope. Cape Town is dope. Um, in fact, you know, for those that haven't been, what makes Johannesburg and Cape Town, you know, up there on the yeah, list? Yeah, I mean, it's you know, uh, well, you know, Johan, you know, I liken it to uh, you know, Johannesburg is like Atlanta, and Cape Town is like, it, and Cape Town <laughs> is like the Bay, you know. So it, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, like it's like it, it's it, it reminds you of stateside a bit, and the vibe is there, but it's still a very, very African place. Are still strong and alive there, but it's just a vibe. There is probably, you know, like as far as if you're a play a person that, like myself, like I grew up in Chicago, you know, and lived my my built my career in D.C. So I like cities. I like um, you know metropolitan cities and the vibe of a city and music, and art, and culture. And uh, as far as that, like that voltage, that frequency, and of a city, Johannesburg gives you that. And so it's, yeah, yeah. It's, that's now, comparing it to Atlanta, that's, you know, that's lofty. I mean, we we have a lot of strippers, <laughs> scammers, you know, and rappers here. So I don't know, you know, I'm going to put on for my city. I don't know if Johannesburg can compete with that. If we be, yeah, you know, <laughs> I don't know if they compete with that now. No, I feel you. I feel you. But what would be dope is if we could eventually get you on over to Joburg. And then you can see. Oh, I thought you were going to say if we could bring the scammers, strippers, and rappers. I was like, you know, I'm on board with that. Minus the scammers. I'm on board with the other. <laughs> I'm just playing. But yeah, definitely. Because yeah, I went to Johannesburg as a kid. I went to South Africa. Oh, word. Okay. I was about 13, 14, somewhere in that range. Yeah, it was yeah. like a family group trip. Okay. We did uh flew into Johannesburg. Um, took like the six hour car ride to uh Kruger okay. National Park. Okay. Um, and Kruger National Park is huge. It's like the size of I think I think they said Israel. Okay. I might be getting that wrong. It, hey, Kruger. It, it might be it. That may be that may be accurate. Yeah. 
but um, you know, it was really dope. We did like the safari. We stayed in the in the lodges there. Went out and saw all the animals. Like it's you know, if you have not been to Africa and done safari, definitely do that. And then we went over to uh, Cape Town, Apartheid Museum, Cape of Good Hope. You know, all the standard touristy stuff. But from everything I've heard from people who have been as adults, I need to get back as an adult. Yeah. Because when I was a child, I thought and did as a child. Yes. You know, now I am adult. There are some other activities um, and, and scenery that I've also heard is worth checking out. So I'm going to need to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, man. And that, and that's the beautiful thing about Africa, man. It's like so many options, yo. You like you can you can go down to South Africa and get that vibe. You can come up to Tanzania and get Tanzania and Kenya and get pure Swahili culture, which is a completely different experience. You can hit the West, you know, like you can hit West Coast and like and check out the Ghanas and the Nigerias and it's in the vibrant you know, uh, you know, just like vibrant cities that they have and the strong culture and the and the peace of all of that. You know what I mean? So it's like it's a lot of, you know, a lot of places to hit. Um, it's a lot of beautiful places, a lot of places under the radar uh, that people maybe sleep on. Rwanda, Kigali, people may not know it, which is part of East Africa, is an amazing city mm-hmm. and a strong, thriving city with, you know, that's on the rise. Um, so, yeah, it's a lot of examples of that, man. So, like I always say, hey, if you haven't been to Africa, just do do a bit, do a little research. Check out some of these companies out here that's hosting trips and uh, you'll see that it's, you know, uh, just as amazing, if not more than some of these other places in Europe and Asia and mm-hmm. South America that people that you're going where people are going. So that's what's up. so. So worst trip. And when I say worst trip, I don't necessarily uh-huh. mean. You know, the, you know, it's say if you went to Paris and you didn't like Paris, I mean, like it went wrong from, you know, the time you checked into the airport to the time it was time to come back. Because for me, it was Cuba. I, I scheduled and I've talked about this before. Like I scheduled a trip to Cuba for my 30th birthday on a solo trip. I was trying to be on some eat, pray, love, reflect okay. type shit <laughs> and went down there, man, I. From the time I left Miami to get to Cuba, I didn't have enough cash. I got down there. It rained the entire time. I ran out of money, so I couldn't really eat. So I had to come back a day early because I, I just ran out of cash. Right. You can't use like credit cards, debit cards down there, like it, cash only. Right. So I had to schedule a flight early to come back home. Had to buy another flight, go from Cuba to New York, and then New York back to Atlanta. So, you know, it was... Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. I mean, I got to take a Cuba hiatus. Cuba was nice. I have nothing bad to say about Cuba. Just my experience was in Cuba was was not it. So what what happened to you along? You've been a lot of places. What happened to you along the way that that you would like to take back? I need to do. (laughs) Well, you know, like I'll say that, like, yeah, I have been to a lot of countries around the world. I even I've lost count of how many. But I've been around. Yeah, I've been. Yeah, yeah, I've lost count. But uh, and I am also like I'm the type of person that I'm going to extract whatever's dope about a place and just make the best of it. Right. Like that's usually my vibe. But I did have this experience in Istanbul one time where, you know, like I am. I was it's funny because I was actually on my way to the. um I was on my way to the Croatia yacht week, 
but I ended yeah, but I ended okay. up like in like on a layover, like a one day, like a but like a nice long layover, enough for me to get there, have dinner, go out, you know, party a bit, and then the next morning catch my flight over to Croatia. And so, um, so I go out and everything, you know, I, um, you know, and I, you know, I, I'm looking for the dopest spot that's going, you know, this, you know, and I ended up, um, ended up in this place. Um, and, you know, it was just a vibe. It was a lot of girls around and all of this stuff, and, you know, and so I'm just kind of hanging out and ordering drinks, you know, long story short. No, I was in, I was in there maybe like three hours or something like that. And, you know, and I'm at a table and there's a bunch of people that join me, guys and girls, and just, we're just vibing and stuff. So they come back, you know, and it was one of those like Russian m- mafia spots. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was one of those places. No. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna tell you a story after this too, because right, I got, right, I got right. one of so, them as well. Yeah, so we having a good time, you know, girls everywhere, all of this, and then they come back with a bill, and it's like three stacks. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. man, you playing, right? Stop playing, knock like knock it off. You know what I mean? It's three like three right. stacks. Yeah, and it and it should probably maybe I spent three hundred. Oh. Man. You know what I mean? Me, you know, but it's like three stacks, you know, and it and it's starting to like be a scene in there. Right. right? You know what I mean? It's, yes. It's trying to it, it could easily go left. And, you know, I'm not, you know, and, you know, when you're in those type of situations, you know, it's not like I'm in, a, you know, in Chicago or whatever, where I can g- go get aid and assistance. You know what I mean? I'm right. on they I'm on they turf, right. you know. So. So, yeah, so they 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 got me for the three stacks. You know what I mean? They got me. They charged me like with the on some old like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You were buying these drinks for all of these people around. Right. The all these ladies that was around and hanging out. They were, these was this all went on your tab. No. One of those type of. No. So they, they were saying people around you was like, oh, he got me. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like three stacks. So anyway, but, you know, so I, I I'm like, shit, like, man, like I'm getting ready to go on vacay. I'm about to be in Croatia and it took all his money from me, whatever, you know, and I instead of like, you know, like so I, I had to drop it. Like, like I said, I was on their turf. It's a, um, uh, it's a straight mafia spot. You know what I mean? So I walk, you know, so I walk out. So like I'm heading back to my hotel and uh, I get like it's like blocks away. Right. And then all of a sudden, like I hear this voice that's like, hey, bro, hey, bro, you know, where you from, bro? And it was. Oh, a, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a brother. It was a you know what I mean? It was oh, a okay. black American brother from Atlanta who right. from Atlanta who was like, hey, bro. You know, and he was like, where are you from? I'm like, man, I'm from Chicago. He's like, man, I'm from Atlanta. He was like, did they get you? Did they get you for some money? was like yeah man they did and this dude and so me i had already took the l i was like man i took the l lessons fire move forward but bro from atlanta was like nah fuck that we about to go get your money back this this is very yes yes because i would have had to call <laughs> yeah. seals if i'm being honest i can't yeah. let three rags go just on the way yeah. anyway so wait he was adamant. He was more pissed off than me. You know what I mean? He was like, he was like, nah, fuck that. We, they getting people, they taking advantage of people visiting their city. Nah, fuck that. We about to go get your money back. 
And so, so long story short, somehow my, the homie from Atlanta knew a guy that knew a guy uh-huh. that had rank over okay. the owner of that club. Okay. So he called the OG. He, okay. He, he, he somehow, some way, I never, we still in touch to this day. Right. Because he, he saved me and I told him that he, I owe him one. You know what I mean? But he, because at the time I'm like, man, I'm not getting my money back. It's like three in the morning at this point. And, right. it, and, and my flight leave is seven in the morning to Croatia. I'm like, I'm not getting this money back. Man. But I, I, he's like, no, nah, fuck that. Come with me. We, we, and I'm like, all right, but we'll go. But I'm like, man, I'm not getting how he knew a guy that knew another guy that had like power and influence over that club owner. And so we get into this like storefront place. A couple calls were made and came okay. a cu- and in about 15 minutes, the club owner was there like Johnny on the spot with the car machine <laughs> to refund my three stacks. I could not believe it, bro. I couldn't believe it, man. And then, so this is like the 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 Middle Eastern Jay Prince he called to come, <laughs> to come exactly exactly that's my my homie my man from my man from Atlanta man you know my man Kenny Kenny from Atlanta man I, I owe it you're like man we still in contact to this day man and then that ultimately gay got my money back made my flight the next day had a great time in Croatia created the idea for Yacht Week East Africa. You could be so, you know what I mean? It just, that was the next series of events, you know? That's, see, that's dope. <laughs> you know, turning, went from a negative to a positive and it's all good. It's all good, man. It's all man. good. And see, these Russians be out here, man. I, um, I had a work trip. <laughs> you sound, you Russians, sound like, you, know you sound like, like these Russians be out here, man. I, uh, had a work trip to India. In 2013, it's me, probably like 10, 11 other Americans. We all meet up with um, some people that are uh, like other trainees from around the world. So it's probably like five other people from Europe. Uh, And they were all from Germany. I think one was from the Netherlands and like one other person was from France or something like that. Um, And so we all get to India. We're in Mumbai. And we didn't really hang out with the Europeans too, too much, but we would take weekend trips. Right. So one weekend we were like, all right, well, we're going to go to New Delhi. Went to New Delhi, went over to Agra, um, saw the. Uh, uh, my mom's going blank. What's the what's the thing in India that everybody wants to see? Uh, the Taj Mahal. Taj Mahal. Yes. Yeah. I really went there, people. Um, even though I blanked on the name, I swear <laughs> to God. Went to the Taj Mahal. Then we went to. Uh, one week in this place called Goa. Now Goa is um, for for like an American, you know, kind of reference. Goa is like a Charleston or a Hilton Head, okay. um, something like that. It's like a small, like really relaxed beach town um, that's pretty quiet. You know, it, it doesn't really turn up, but it's just a good place to go. Okay. Right there, there's like one or two clubs for younger people, but. It's more like a, a family, like, you know, let's go here and, and hang out. So we get to Goa. Um, everything's fine. We're having a good time. We're loving it. It's probably about 10 of us. And uh, one of the guys from Germany or Belgium was there. Um, so we go to the beach, leave. 
the rest of our crew has an earlier flight back and we have the late flight. So we're walking around. It's on a Sunday and apparently things shut down there on Sundays. Um, So it's really, you know, a lot, not a lot to do. And we're just walking around. We're trying to find something to eat. And this guy pops out. He's like, hey, he literally pops out there like, hey, y'all trying to find something to eat. And he speaks like fluent, no accent English. And he's Indian. We're like, hmm. (laughs) Okay. So he's like, yeah, we're walking and talking. And the other guy, the, the, the European guy with us, he's like trying to get, apparently there, I don't remember what it's called, but there's a drug there that is pretty popular um, that, you know, he wanted to try. Look, I'm not condemning drug use, you know, just be responsible, be right. safe, understand it's a problem, but that just wasn't what I was trying to do. So he, uh, he talks to this guy and the guy started speaking, they both started speaking Russian. So me and the other Americans looking at each other like this ain't this ain't good. Long story short, we end up at like this uh this restaurant. And he's like, oh, upstairs, like a lot of places in India, okay. um, downstairs is not air conditioned, upstairs is air conditioned, like two levels in the restaurant. So he's like, Oh, let's go upstairs to the air conditioned. So that wasn't weird. So we go upstairs, there's people up there um eating. We sit down. Within five minutes, everybody just mysteriously leaves. And it's just us up there with this guy who's now speaking Russian and is okay. texting a lot. Wow. Okay. So what you thinking at this, at this point, what you thinking? What's, what's the next move? So I'm looking at my homies. Uh, it's a couple of us. And I'm, I'm looking at them and I'm whispering to my guy Ian next to me. I'm like, we, we might have to fight. We're out of here. Like, and we're not even joking. It's like, yo, like we, this shit might get real. Because at that point, like 10 Russian dudes had walked up the stairs and were just in there. They weren't eating. They weren't drinking. They were just sitting there looking at us, talking to each other, looking at us, talking to each other. So I'm like, man, we this might. We might not make it back to the States like so. Wow. Something might happen. So we're sitting there. One guy with us. So Ian, we were all scared, but Ian. And uh, one other guy with us, they were he was they were with the shit. So it's like, all right, we gonna go out swinging. It was another dude who was who was terrified. He if shit popped <laughs> off, he would have been in the corner crying. So, you know, we're like, all right, let's pay the bill and get out of here because right now we're getting a little nervous. Like, why is it all these people? So, the Russian guy comes over and they're like, yeah, well, my 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 friend wants to come talk to y'all before the bill comes. So now we were like, oh shit. It's about to be a situation. Man, dude walks over there. He starts talking to us in super broken English, like very like aggressively, right? Like, oh, y'all are from America. And he starts talking to us about all the things that's wrong with America. So I'm like, oh, he's giving us a James Bond villain speech before he tries to kill us. And he was like, you guys got one thing right. And we're like, oh, shit. He was like, we... And he goes into this whole speech about how he loves Obama. <laughs> and he goes into the speech and it diffuses the entire situation. And he's like, you know what? This is on me. Takes care of the bill. It wasn't that much. Probably like $40 for all of us to eat. Right. And it was like, y'all need to ride back? Where, where y'all where y'all going? I was like, man, don't don't scare me like that no more, man. I thought <laughs> I thought I was gonna have to call the State Department, man. Don't do me like that. But yeah, uh... man. Bro, these Russians is out. They strong arming us and, and they influence in our politics. And some things have never changed. 
I got you, man. That's crazy, man. That's not changing, man. But yo, yo, Kelsey, I appreciate you coming on the podcast to talk about, you know, yeah, weekly experience where y'all going. I certainly appreciate it. No man. doubt, man. Thank you for having me on, man. Pleasure chatting it up with you, man. And um, you know, down to do it anytime again in the future, man. And um, yeah, man, just uh just keep us on your radar. Um more more things. Yeah, yeah, yeah more things to come from Yacht Week East Africa, no doubt. And where can people find you on social and online? Yeah, IG is at Yacht Week EA. Um, and that's also on Facebook, Yacht Week EA. Um, and then um, that's also just our, our website as well, www.yachtweekea.com. All right. I appreciate it, man. No doubt, man. Thanks a lot, man. We'll be in touch, bro. All right. Later, y'all. Oh, okay.